The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. I don't want nobody else to ever love me You are my shining star, my guiding light, my love fantasy There's not a minute, hour, day or night that I don't love you You're at the top of my list cause I'm always thinking of you We are so excited about tonight's show and we want to thank you for all of your calls and your online presence and your call-ins and we just thank you for your support and we are so happy that you're enjoying what we're putting down so we want you to continue to call in to get in touch with the two young ladies who are co-hosting the show who are both millennials and let's keep the conversation going last week we talked about um fatherhood tonight it's all about the mothers, and I am so excited about this show. And uh, G and Joycelyn, uh, Jocelyn is going to introduce the guests. But I just want to say a couple of things. Uh, we have a mother who is a Gen X, and she's mother to three millennial daughters. We're going to learn something tonight. And also, we have a millennial mother who is the mother to a daughter. So this is going to be an exciting show. And I even interviewed my two daughters about their millennial daughters. So I'm looking forward to it. Go ahead and take it away, G and, and uh, Joycelyn. Hi, Linda. Hey, Linda. Yes. Hi, you hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. I'm got so some excited guests in about the tonight's tonight. show because I want you to know that uh, the two co-hosts put this show together. So... <laughs> I'm gonna kind of ride with them tonight. Oh, I like it. <laughs> well, starting off, hello, ladies. Hi, hello. Hello, ladies. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Absolutely. Um, we have start with Caramel. She's our Gen X mother. This is Caramel Gray. Go ahead and explain yourself a little bit. What you're about? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. Um, my name's Caramel Gray. I'm a comedian. I'm originally from Alabama, Florence, Alabama. I've been here five years striving to do this comedy thing. I have a, a show with your dad called Don't Play With Me on YouTube. You can subscribe, like, and share. Um, and I'm a, a mother of one a millennial. One millennial. But you have three daughters. But I have three daughters. Okay. And you got a grandbaby. Yes, I am a grandmother. But I don't want to be called grandmother or granny or day or gray or G-mom. I want to be called... <laughs> Duchess. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yes, yes I am. Nice. <laughs> yes, you I am. Right? You want to be called, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a name right. is powerful. Very true. Very that true. is. That is. <laughs> so, and yeah. uh, we also have Dominique here. Dominique, tell us a little bit about yourself also. Well, my name is Dominique, and I do have a 10-year-old daughter. Um, I'm originally from Inglewood, California. Ooh. And... Um, 
I'm a mobile bartender, and I'm also a case manager for the homeless. So I'm nice. a humanitarian. A real life of one, course. Philanthropist. Real, real Philanthropist. Life one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I love that. Yep. So we're happy to have you guys here. Yes, I, we're super excited. I like handpicked you guys because I knew that you guys would bring a lot of energy, and you guys would have a lot to share with us, especially being a millennial mom having a whole 10-year-old, which is pretty much having like a whole person. Yes. <laughs> she's like a person. Yeah, she's, she's a whole crazy. person. Yeah. She, <laughs> Whole <laughs> and I'm oh, really happy that you could be here, Carol, because you're giving us a lot. Old, okay, ma'am. Watch that word old. You have a boomer in the house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Miss Lynette, everything. Miss Lynette, my mom. My mom used to say back home when someone would say, "Oh, you you smile when you say old." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all right. We say we as long as we smile and it's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so go ahead. I, I think you had some questions for the ladies. Um, you want me to start? Go for it. Get it going. Okay. You always get it going okay. good, Linda. Okay. Go. All right. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing this show a while, and I've interviewed a lot of people, and one of the things I like most is interviewing people about what they see as the differences in the baby boomers, the Gen X, the millennials. And uh, so that's an exciting part for me. So what I'd like to ask the ladies is, what do they see as the biggest difference in how they were raised compared to how they raised their children? Now, I asked my daughters that, and I had to be brave enough to listen to the answer, too. So I'd like to ask you ladies that question. You can go. You can go. Okay. Well, um, the difference between being raised and actually having to raise my daughter is that my mom was more so strict like she was just like this is the way that it's going to be we have these are the rules she's a boomer your mom's a boomer yes okay okay um so you know we had rules we had um all type of structure i feel like that was just what they felt had to be and then um you know coming up she was also being raised in the crack era as well yeah. so you know you had all of those troubles and all of those struggles that mm -hmm. she was trying to overcome and with me being a parent i'm trying to cross out all of those uh <laughs> yeah. generational curses i Literally. feel that mm -hmm. we had to overcome as children like seeing all of these different things oops sorry um, so I'm just trying to basically give her more freedom. Like I have yeah. always told her, like, whatever you feel is okay to express that. Mm -hmm. Let me know how you feel. And as long as it's not disrespectful, but you know, you can tell me how you feel. Cause I felt like when I was growing up, I didn't have those chances. That option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it, I, it could, was, you I, have to I could feel Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have it, an opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, sit down and be quiet. Mm -hmm. and Children are to be seen and not heard. Yeah. That's what I grew up here. Well, in my house, it's still like that. Like. You know, you can't say <laughs> yeah. too much. But. So you, so you, so you kept that uh, foundation that your parents uh, implemented. Yeah, implemented I, with you. You kept that in your household with yeah, your daughter. Now I did. I kept it, but I gave it a little bit more leniency. Yeah. Like I tell her, like if you feel what I'm saying to you isn't right, yeah, maybe you can not at that say moment. It respectfully. Yeah, but. maybe not at that moment, but you could mm -hmm. come back and say, you know what, mom. That wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. I don't like yeah. it. That hurt you know? my feelings. Yeah, that uh -huh. hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. So, and she's really good at that. Like she'll just kind of like say it, or I can see her reaction. So I feel like I pay attention more yeah. to her than my mom did to me. So when I'm talking to her and I could be mad about whatever, and I'm just like, you know, this is this, this mm -hmm. is this, mm -hmm. and then I can see her digress or go back. And so yeah. then I pull back and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. I, I implement that too. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean it. Right. You know, um, this is why I'm reacting like this. I keep mm-hmm. telling you the same thing and you keep not doing it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is why I reacted yeah. like that. So I give her explanation. More expressiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I let her express herself as well too. Oh, yeah, it wasn't any expressive. Super no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You didn't get to say too no. much. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. No. yeah. So that's yeah. why I went to school and I expressed. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, I'll do it at school. Yeah. 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 Luckily, she's not like that. She's a great kid, a Way great to go, student. babe. Yeah, she, she, no fights, like, going into, you know, you have those kids that like, are, like, fourth grade and, like, fighting. Like, she's never right. been in a fight. She's yeah. good. That's All her awesome. teachers have always said she's just a great student, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that about her. That's, That's Stay that well, way, shout baby. out to Demi for yeah, being a good girl. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Caramel? Well, um, I think the difference for me, growing from the, growing from the South, mm-hmm. my mom was, my, the way my mom was raised was very poor and mm-hmm. very strict like abusive Mm -hmm. so my mother didn't do that to us thank god so i didn't do that to my kids but what i did do like you said my my mom wouldn't let us be expressive it Mm -hmm. wasn't any of that so i did keep that going i I Mm -hmm. don't know so that's one of the things that i really regret as a as a mom is uh with my oldest Uh the 28 year old but with my babies the 22 and the 20 my 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 twenty eight year old always say they got the better mom. They used to, they mm. say that all the time. <laughs> I was like, I, I grew up. My little brother too. I grew up. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to know what to do at twenty years old. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Compared exactly. to thirty two. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now, don't do that. So it, it's 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 just it's experience. It's it's life lessons. It's it's tweaking what your mom did. And yeah, you, right. you know, my dad died when I was seven, so I didn't get to have that father I'm figure. Sorry. So that's okay. Thank mm-hmm. you though. I um. You do you you take on the the positive things that your mother passed mm-hmm. on, and then the negative stuff that you don't feel that you want to take into your the generational curses. You don't want to take into your 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 family and your life. You you stop it. Yes. You know. So um, I'm and still then on you the, have the pushback. Like I didn't raise you like that. Like I know. <laughs> right. Exactly. That point made. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of I think a lot of moms have that. I mean. I'm not a mom, but I just know the relationship that I have with my mom and some of the female relationships I see within my family that the moms have a tendency to, it's it's like an emotional hold of like, you're not doing what I would do, but I also want you to do what you're going to do, but I don't think what you're, I don't really trust you. And, ugh, and it's like a... You know what I mean? It's like a push and a pull, and it's either going to go bad or you're going to find a perfect balance, you know, and it's going to be great. And I I feel like with maybe with the boomers and with millennials, like you said, you're like, express it. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Where boomers are like, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that pull of like... Like I'm trying, but I can't because I everything within me is like, but you're my, I don't, right. you know what I mean? Right, and I could just imagine what that's like. The more they get bigger, the more there's attitudes, the oh. more there's other things that come into play, and mm-hmm. just trying to like not be like your mom, especially when it comes to that stuff. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. your mom be like, I, I can't wait till you have your own kids. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> I understand that doing? statement. Yeah, I understand yeah. that statement. I'm like, child, you do wait. Right. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad. So I, know, how- I, I, I can say that um, there there was five of us. I'm a middle child. Oh. I don't know anything about birth order. 
but the middle child is like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. There's yes. things above them. They're trying to fix things below them. They're trying to keep things balanced. Yeah, they're the and fixer. in the meantime, yeah. they're off balance a lot. The thing about that for me was I sought most of what I got from outside that that family circle mm-hmm. because I was just like somebody that was just there. I had two older sisters. I had a younger brother and sister. But my mom and dad were very strict. But I think it was the generation before us that would would uh, had that that philosophy of it's what I say and that's it, because yeah. we were able to respectfully, not disrespectfully, but respectfully say what we wanted to do or what we would like to do. But they were very 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 religious and very strict, mm-hmm. very very strict. My father was a minister. Mm. So we, mm-hmm. it was, it was just very, I remember my, my oldest sister graduating from high school and going to college and she was going to a party and he said, be home at 10. <laughs> she, she was graduating from high school guys. <laughs> he didn't Whoa. come. She didn't come home that night. Oh. That on, he never said to any of his girls, be home by 10 or don't come. He didn't right. use the don't come because she ah. worked. So I, I think if we know where it comes, where it, as we get older, as you get older and you're raising kids, you begin to know where it came from. Absolutely. They wanted to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. As long as it wasn't abusive, this, there's no excuse for physical abuse or mental abuse. abuse. Yeah. But parents didn't have these classes for, you know, right. uh, childhood, how to raise a kid, childhood classes. So it came from the heart. And so I understand my mom and dad loved us dearly. And the good thing is when we became adults, they let us go. I know some parents don't even let go when their kids are adults, right? You know people like right. that, right? Yes, yeah, they're always meddling in their lives. Always, <laughs> trying, you know, they let they let us go. They let us go. So I guess they felt they had done with the part that they were supposed to do: be strict. <laughs> and, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I think another thing we want to know: three girls, right? Three daughters. Caramel. Yes. Caramel. Yes. Yes, ma'am. What, what is that like? And I know it's not, it's not a one size fit all. So what is that like for you, mothering these three per- different personalities? Oh wow! Growing <laughs> growing up, you use your humor, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That 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 helps a lot. Um, <laughs> and they they think I am. They do. They think I'm hilarious. So they that, you're a cool mom. That all right. yeah. That works <laughs> and, out. And, that, and they friends think I am, but they 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 like, like mom. No. Can you please be quiet? <laughs> But that's the best. Please. Like, can you please be quiet? You you doing too much. I'm like, your they're, friends they're is dying. Later. <laughs> right. I'm about to go pop some popcorn and put on another right. another set. <laughs> um, but it you know it has its ups and downs. I became a, a single mom um, of three when they were 13 and 14 and a half, and Treasure was what 17, 17. Mm-hmm. So. It was uh, very difficult because I can't work and parent unless I work graveyard. Mm -hmm. So I had to sacrifice my sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't date. I put my life on hold. I really did for my kids. I I asked them the other day, I said, how many men can you you count that you met growing Mm -hmm. up? Mm -hmm. They was like, none. Mom, what was wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what were you doing? I was like, you, right? You, you were it, especially you. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's 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 give and take. It's sacrifices. It's uh, it's love. 
it's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. It's, it's support. And um, I wanted to be different. I didn't want that same stuff that my mother, like that, yeah, that negative stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't want to do that. I wanted my kids to understand you have dreams, you have things you want to do, you can do them. Uh, it doesn't matter what color yeah. you are. Cause and I have support them. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. I have three, and they all are arranged in different colors. And when we go out, and they're tall. Like, I have one that's six foot, one that's 5'11", mm. and Treasure's 5'4". Wow. Yeah, so when wow. we go out, Ty, Ty is your complexion. Uh-huh. She, they could be sisters, uh-huh. like you guys. Uh-huh. You know, y'all could just, where y'all mm-hmm. come from? You know, y'all just light-skinned triplets. Don't worry. They have no askers. Yeah. Like, okay, so they look. Yeah. And then I have Helena. Helena's chocolate. She's my little chocolate drop. And then Treasure's my complexion. So we all go out there like, hi, y'all sisters? And like, right, they don't I know what's going on. I told y'all, y'all better stay in shape and stuff. <laughs> they going to think we sisters. Right, you say, you better watch out, I'm coming for you. <laughs> but it's just a balance. It's just a balance, yeah. and it's a fall, and it's a get up, and it's triumphs, and you're going to have your, your your hills and your valleys, and, and you're just going to just keep going. Mm-hmm. It's no manual for this thing called parent. Mm-hmm. But it's the greatest gift God could have ever chosen me to be as a mom. I, I just... I just love it. I really do. It's amazing. And growing up, I didn't say, I ain't having no kids. That's what you used to say? Yeah, I'm the baby of eight girls. Also, my my sister had kids. And we also, they're all girls. So we all girls, eight girls, and they all had babies early. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm over here babysitting. babysitting. I'm like, right. Oh, You're like, that's your life, huh? That was you. Yeah, you was the I ain't having no kids. And then I did, so. I was like, Baby who? <laughs> she slipped through the cracks. <laughs> Miracle child. Yeah, she slipped through the cracks. I was like, chill. <laughs> and that's why I've been holding on to one ever since. Like, yeah. We, mm-mm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's life changing. It's life changing. You yes. have children? No, I don't have oh, any okay. kids yet. But that's what leads to my question is what were like, what was the biggest challenges that you guys face as mothers and kind of like how did you approach that how did you overcome that challenge for yourself the biggest Mm -hmm. challenge i say that i face as a mother is the single parenting part Mm -hmm. um i think that that's my biggest challenge because it's like i overcompensate Mm -hmm. so because Mm -hmm. i'm a single parent and um sometimes i have to work two jobs and sometimes I bartend at night, mm-hmm. and then Sacrifice. I have to go. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. to go and do these other things. But I also tell her like, well, you know, when you ask to go eat at Mastro's at ten years old, <laughs> or you ask like, I'm like, oh, Demi, where do you want to eat today? And she's like, it's a Tuesday, mind you. And she's like, oh, I'm Ruth Chris. <laughs> like, okay. Or Demi, what do you want for lunch today? Um, Benny Hannes. Oh, you know, like, yes. Like, <laughs> and this started off when she was like, I'll tell you a little story. Side note. She's at daycare, right? And she's like three. And they're all playing restaurant. And, okay. Um, oh, no. Uh-oh. The, the daycare uh-huh. lady. Somebody with a happy meal. She yeah. was steak and scrimps. Mind you. <laughs> yes. Mind you. The daycare lady called me the middle of my session. She said, girl, all these kids in here ordering chicken nuggets and french fries. You know what Demi ordered? I said, what, girl? Steak and lobster. She said, I, I want salmon and broccoli. I love <laughs> it. I was like, okay, yeah, we had that. I love it. She I love it. it. I'm, it's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, it's her favorite. That's what she wants. So, and then and now she's 10, so she don't want to eat on the kids' menu. It's like. Oh, she's too. Oh, she's she told me today. I'm too good for yeah. chicken nuggets and fries. Yeah. Today she's like, if it comes with a toy. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. in there, yeah. She was like, look at this kids' menu today. Look at the kids' menu, mommy. Like this is stuff you can make at home. Corn dogs, you get that at Rouse. Macaroni and cheese, you make that. I was like, well, do you want to eat off of this menu? Girl, you haven't really had a child. You've had just a whole grown person, yeah, hanging on to you that you have to take care of. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. So your parenting is a whole different situation because yeah. you were born with a woman. Yeah, right. Basically, yeah. Even yeah. from the time that she was like born, but it was still just you can still tell she wants the love, and it was like she can't. I have to be gone, so she's getting the love from grandmother, aunties, uncles, yeah. a best friend, you know, mm-hmm. so I still have to like implement that. That's my hardest struggle is mm-hmm. that sometimes that I'm not the person raising mm-hmm. my child. Right. It, it's mm-hmm. somebody else, you know. And that's, that that guilt is one of those things to me that when you, the hardest thing for me was the guilt. Mm-hmm. When you do go mm-hmm. back to work or when you when you become single. That separation. Yeah, become a single mom mm-hmm. and you don't have that oh, you can't do it because, you know, I, I have to work or we can't go here because mm-hmm. I can't afford it or or whatever the case may be. So to me, the 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 hardest thing for me was the 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 the, the um sacrifice. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. So wow. Imagine, but I feel like the moms that struggle the most leave the biggest impacts on their children, and you will mm-hmm. have the children that are gonna they're gonna remember this. They're gonna be like, I got to have a bomb prom because my mom was at work every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. you you hear those stories of kids that, re- especially kids like Demi, they recognize young. Like, kids are not stupid. Yeah, kids yeah, know. Yeah. The spoiled it. kids especially are the ones that make ever. a big deal about it. not having time, in my opinion. The kids that know my parents are out here doing something every day. I see my mom come home. I see her sweating. I see her not sleep. Those are the ones that are mm-hmm. like, my mom is a rock star. I can't wait to be like her. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. are the ones that, in the end, where they're like, "I'm gonna get rich. She not gonna go to work no more. You gonna end up with a house. You know what I'm saying? We working like that's the plan. That is the plan. Yes, but I noticed that um, a lot of the things that I do. Um, she's thinking that it's the right way. Like when she was talking to her grandfather today, she said, oh, my life plan, Papa, I'm going to have three jobs and then I'm going to buy a house. And I said, Demi, you don't have to have three mm, jobs. You know, right. you can have one job that pays for everything. Every, absolutely. You know, you don't have, she was like, no, I want to have three jobs because I want to make all the money. And I'm like, well, you, I understand that, but you don't have to have yeah. three jobs. You can focus on something. Yeah. Like she has a business now and she wants a restaurant. So we're working on those things. I'm like, if you develop this plan. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to mm-hmm. work three jobs that. like mm-hmm. mommy. So. And I, I wish I knew that when I was younger. Me like, too. Yeah. That difference now that there are 10, 11, 12-year-old millionaires and, like, Man, people with their yes. own businesses. I never thought, hey, mom, can you just put a business in my name? Like, <laughs> hey, like, yes. can we just get it going? But I didn't think that, you know, I could have fortunes for myself or mm-hmm. something already set up for myself later on. So, oh, yeah, definitely. you know, that's amazing that you can, you know, be able to implement that and, Definitely. You know, push for that for your own children and for yourself, too. I yeah. think that's a part of breaking those generational curses. Like, mm-hmm. there's not going to be no more struggling. Like, right. There's yeah. not going to be. And I seen a meme one day that said, why Why do I have to be the one to break these generational curses? Like, girl, because that's who what I'm else going to do it? Like, right. Right. Who else going to do it? Who else do it? Do it? Like, Are you serious? <laughs> and if not, break some more. Like, right. You know, I'm hey, breaking all of join, them. Come on. First. <laughs> yes. Ladies, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What are those generational curses you're talking about? You want to share? Uh, well, some of them are very, um, touchy-feely, so I don't want to get too deep, but, you know, alcoholism, growing up up as a... I heard the word so many times. Ma'am? I'm just wondering. I heard the word so many times. Right. And I'm sure that would be different for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What those generational curses are, so I'd like to hear what, um, what your opinion is. Right. Well, just growing up, uh, my, my, my father was an alcoholic. And uh, he died at 41. And um, my mother married another alcoholic. And, you know, it's different kind of alcoholics. You know, you have your, your kind alcoholics. 
functional. And then you have and then very functioning, mm-hmm. functional. And then you have your, you know, I'm just gonna say not so kind. And they're not functional. And 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 it come along with a lot of baggage with that negativity. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with a lot of that. So that's how my characteristics characteristics were created by being reared from an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have that positive influence and that 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 substance that you need to you know you want to be the uh, every little girl wants to be daddy's princess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know every little girl wants to be uh, walk down the aisle you know I, I I knew early on that after seven years old that a lot of stuff that my friends were experiencing with their fathers that I would never experience mm-hmm. so that void was there so you know you carry some of those mm-hmm. some of those baggage um, into your your parenting mm-hmm. yeah and also I, uh, men- mental just mentality like um and it i I feel personally it goes back even like to slavery days because Mm -hmm. all of that was carried over Mm -hmm. we as black people were always um put in a position to where we have to serve and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's always been something that has trickled down for us is that we're in a position to serve and then and i feel like that's a lot of the times why we can't come together and have these businesses and grow Mm -hmm. because we're so in this like serving mentality and mm-hmm. that is something that I'm trying to break now. And I see that with a lot of us. Like, mm-hmm. we are coming together. You're bringing your friends on. Everybody getting put on. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah yep. it's like everybody it's getting time. put on. I'm not leaving nobody behind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back in the day, if you was the plug, you was just the plug. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't putting nobody else on. You got everybody. You were like, I'm just trying to keep my spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't you know? worry but, about mm-hmm. you. you know? It's not like that mm-hmm. no more. Like, it's everybody's like, it's money out here. We we changing the game. And I, I appreciate that because I feel like I have more support for Demi. I can be like, hey, I got to go do this. Can you, oh, yeah, we going to San Diego. So just, you know, give me the money, pack her up. We out of here. You know, I, I feel like, and those are the generational curses that I'm talking about breaking, like, to where years down the line, we're not going to be the bottom feeders. We're going to be at the top. Right. And we bringing mm-hmm. everybody up. Right. You know, yeah. it's not crabs in a barrel no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and financial freedom, teaching teaching your, your mm-hmm. children yes. About, yes. about finance. That wasn't that was never taught. Yes. You know, um Eden, Eden habit. Generational Eden habit. Curse yeah. Eden habit. Yeah. Yes. You know, being on And that's being, getting much better now too. Oh, Availability yeah. oh, for yeah. that. Which I mean, is even awesome. though the you know, all this GMO stuff that they doing Ooh, to yeah. the team, But at least I know how which GMOs to pick. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they get a better GMO. <laughs> I only picked the finest. The yeah, finest, the GMO. finest of the finest. Organic GMO. <laughs> oh, that organic word, girl. Organic, okay. FDA certified. Yeah, I don't oh, yeah. understand but, how my carrots got to be organic. That blows my mind. But like, my really. thing is, while we on this, I have to say this because I don't know why, but I don't have to say it. If you have land and you're in California, please grow a garden. Yes. yes, please that's next for me. grow your own vegetation. There's no reason <laughs> why you should be going to the produce section of the grocery store mm-hmm. when you have land back there, man. And don't and sell it's granny sunny out here. And I don't know if you know this out here. A, a, a collard green grows into a tree. And if you've never seen a collard green tree, baby, you looking at a mm-hmm. yummy tree. It's a tree? Yes. I thought it was a bush. It can grow. Out, it can here, out here they grow because it's so, so sunny. They can grow up. If you plant it right, it can grow up. I've eaten, I've got some in the refrigerator right now. Well, so it's time to oh, go plant some collard green trees, land. y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where I get them seeds from? Okay. Right. And I'm talking about real collard greens. Yeah, we used to have collard greens in my backyard. Right. My dad really? didn't play. Oh, yeah. Right. I Where, only, I only had organic from? collard greens <laughs> my whole life. See? Come to find out. Right. I'm like, right. Papa, why is 
That's why your skin look like that. <laughs> what is it, Velvet? Right, it's the collard greens. It's the collard greens. <laughs> it's the collard green, man. Hello. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys sharing that information Absolutely. with you, with us. You know? Absolutely. So, Linda, do you have any other questions for the uh, um, No, just to comment at this moment. Uh, sure, I have some other questions, but I just want to want to make a comment on what kind of what I heard. Um, I think when we when we talk about um, growing out of of a generation from a generation to a generation to a generation, I think we felt the same way about some of the things that were passed on to us that you feel that's been passed on to you. Mm-hmm. However, because I grew up in the South too. Um, I think it's, is it Carmel? Where, where are you from? I'm from what part of the- Florence, Alabama. Florence, Alabama. Yes, I'm ma'am. from Texas. Okay. I'm from Texas. And I think we, I grew up in a segregated time of our country. Hmm. So we were prepared. Uh, actually, we were over-prepared because our parents told, they told us we had to do more and be better. Mm-hmm. Some people see that as negative. But it prepared me for when I was in the presence of segregation. Mm-hmm. They couldn't convince me that I couldn't be better and do more. I know that's right. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of the curse curses that we had had nothing to do with our parents. It was the era that we were yeah. born into, and our parents were born born into. And like slavery, mm-hmm. my my great grandmother was a slave. So that means that, I mean, my, my parents, great grandmother, grandparents were slaves. So there were inheritance kinds of things that took a while to, to break, to break those chains. But each generation has been responsible for breaking a part of that. And I hear you all saying, hey, it's over. We ain't having it. But understand that it came from somewhere and parts of the chain was broken in each generation. Mm-hmm. But each of those generations can break that whole thing. It wasn't enough time or and so many changes. But if you if you really look at history, you'll know that a lot of people did a lot of things to break those negative uh, but but the the negative stereotypes. But that a lot of it stayed with us because in some people it was instilled in them. I my husband grew up in California. They his parents mm. moved from Arkansas to California when he was three. Mm. I spent all of my my uh, productive years, growing years in Texas. I had a different view of the world. Right. You know, I didn't. I, I came to California as a married woman, as an adult. Mm. I moved to California. Yes. I worked for the Obama campaign. I went back to Ohio for a year and worked in Ohio. And I, I found Ohio to me hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. I'm from Texas now, yes. south, and wow. here I am mm-hmm. in Ohio, and it racism and discrimination just smothered me. Mm-hmm, I couldn't, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe how, how prevalent it was. So the only reason I'm saying that uh, is I'm saying that we've all had to fight something. You all sound really positive that you're breaking through some additional things. And there are some things that you'll never know because we broke through, our parents mm-hmm. broke through, the grandparents mm-hmm. broke through. But you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So that we know, I don't think any of the generations before you got it all right, but we got a little piece of it. Right. We got Definitely. a little piece of it going. And so I, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear you say that you, you're taking a stand in your own lives. You're taking a stand in your children's lives, and you see a future that's going to be like this for you and your children. 
And I want to tell you that in all the research I've done, and I do a lot of research for this show, all the research I've done, I'm convinced by the experts, I'm not the expert, but by the experts, that we're not as different as you think we are. Our beliefs are different. What we believe is different than what you believe. Mm -hmm. Why? Because my exposure to things are different than what you've been exposed to. Definitely, yes. It's okay that our beliefs are different. That's where that's where our thoughts and our energy come from. What we believe. Yeah. And so I'm 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 glad to hear you expressing it. I'm I'm sure there are lots of people out there that is is glad to hear you express it. A lot of people out there that feel like you do. A lot of people who probably don't that wouldn't agree with you that you would probably you know say oh yeah no that's how I feel but that's okay. This is your experience and that's why we invited you here. We wanted mm-hmm. to hear what a millennial mom and um and a um gen x mom was feeling in this time and age and in raising children and having to you know they think that mothers have to do it all perfect and do it all right but we don't we make mistakes Mm -hmm. we don't have to do it all perfect and we all we don't have to and we won't always get it right but i think our children know especially in the final that mom was there she didn't and i and i'll i'll be the first to tell people i didn't do it all right but yeah. I stayed and I did it. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't go anywhere. That's and right, trust me, there were, there were times I went to get in the car and keep driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get in the car and just keep driving. Right, that's <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. So <laughs> my right. hat's off to you ladies. I'm glad to hear you expressing right. um, you know, your true feelings about, about all of this. Thank you. Well, I think okay. it's a much needed form. It's, it's so many black women, um, African-American women, whatever they want to be called, that are suppressing things that they've been going through since middle school. And just never expressed it, never got a chance mm-hmm. to talk Set about it, it because wild. of what you said. Mm-hmm. It's better to be seen and then heard mm-hmm. and, you know, and having that mentality because that's how you were raised. And it, it needs to be talked about, you know, it, for so, a lot of African American men want to say that black women are angry. Ooh, I don't right. feel I don't feel that black women are angry. I feel like we haven't we don't get a form that we can express ourselves mm-hmm. and be heard. Mm-hmm. So many people don't know how to actively listen. Uh-huh. They want to respond. Ninety nine point nine. They so want to go on and respond. <laughs> and I, you need to actively listen. I mean, like listen to what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. if the majority of people, even in my marriage, my marriage lasted 15 years so I put in the time that's a long time for nowadays <laughs> I had three like, meals a day I had years. a cot no <laughs> <laughs> I did my time right I'm free I'm free <laughs> <laughs> yes I came <laughs> but uh, this seat right here don't like me it's okay you that's keep right. going up and down but it's okay okay yes um okay. I, I lost my train of thought my 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 sweaty thighs. Free. That you were free. <laughs> and that you were married for fifteen years. Married for fifteen years. Put in the work. Put in the work, and and I learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been single since two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. My my divorce was final two thousand and eleven, and I've been single since you know all these years. I had a relationship that lasted three years, but it wasn't. 
you know how you get into a relationship just to fill some voids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you haven't fixed everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and is I think I've been working on some things so I think I'm ready now I think I just try to throw myself in there because I'm like okay I'm getting older and older <laughs> you heard older. me older. Older. older I'm like you smile when you right. say old baby <laughs> don't be saying oh, oh I got you Miss Lynette <laughs> I remember what you said ma'am <laughs> so it's like you just gotta keep yourself going and and and, and keep yourself uh, uh, alert and vibrant and 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 with the times and and relevant. Mm-hmm, keep yourself mm-hmm, relevant mm-hmm. and don't worry about getting old. Just keep going, like she said. Just don't stop. Mm-hmm. And as parents, we don't we have a choice to stop. We do. We 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 could give up on our kids like a lot of parents do. If they wouldn't have foster kids, if their parents didn't stop. Exactly. Exactly. But we have to keep going. And yeah. as 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 a parent of, of three daughters, I'm really proud that I did keep going. I'm proud you did too. Yeah. Now, could you imagine trying to raise your three daughters right now during the pandemic and having uh, to do this at home schooling no. thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having so, to do that because I know this one here <laughs> has become a teacher overnight. I've been curious. <laughs> a I moment of silence. I've been waiting to hear about We need a moment of silence. Let's pray. Let's pray. Because I promise you, I quit on Monday. She started on Monday, and I was and you like, quit, huh? "I was like, oh, this ain't for me." Um, yeah, I, tutor. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna. That's another expense. So I'll be at another job. That's what I said. I'm like, that needs to be my new hustle. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure oh. there's plenty of kids confused out there and parents because I get frustrated trying to fill out stuff on my phone for myself. Lord, I asked. We had a teacher parent conference. I said, um, lady. Uh, how is this going? How long y'all gonna be out? Do you know? Like, do you right. know? Like, when y'all going back? Because this ain't gonna work. Like, I quit yesterday, and she was like, "Well, what do you mean?" I was like, "This is just a lot. Like, I'm trying to enter my notes, and I have to stay professional, and then you telling me that I got to be quiet in my house. Like, that's not gonna work, child. Because I got things to do. Like, I can't be, you know." And she's like, "Well, Demi needs a quiet space." I'm like, "So do I. <laughs> you know, I right. I'm working too. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm working. It's, it's like so crazy. I like it. Let me stop because I'm being negative." I like it because I get to experience my daughter more. It's hands so, on. Yeah, like being remote and also having my daughter being remote too. I'm I'm seeing things and I'm seeing how she's reacting. I'm seeing that she be lollygagging. I'm like, are you on the phone? And she's like, yeah. Like, shouldn't you be on your laptop? Mm-hmm. You know, like, so is this what you be doing at school? Right. <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. this is why your phone uh-huh. get taken at school? Mm-hmm. So I get to see those things as well. But it's also overwhelming too because it's like, there is no... It's a whole new experience. It's no, no separation. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You know how you can go to work, you go to school, and then you come home. You're so like, you have how your... was your day? Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Now you're and like, I've seen your day. Yeah. yeah. It's just we like all my day. face. Yeah. It's just all day. <laughs> just so, hearing you say that, it, it brings me to this thing when they old people, older people used to say, <laughs> God ain't gonna put more in you that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. He knew not to give me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. You talking about cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> Baby, I'll be biting my own toenails and all kinds of stuff to be going down in the house. Just like Are you smarter than a fifth grader? No. No, no so I'm I do not. comedy. I do comedy. Right. You're like, I, I don't have that. to be smart. Yeah, I bartend. Like, I that's just, what I signed up for. Like, I get people uh, on purpose. I told my manager, I said, if I wanted to be a teacher, I would have went to school for that. Okay. Right. I don't want to do that. Like you keep going, and I be buzzing that U turn. But now that we just started this homeschooling, yeah. I might keep straight on the freeway because I don't know. <laughs> like I might not be able to keep going with this. Keep like. your bags packed, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Sugar the> <laughs> I 
couldn't imagine. Yeah. I, I've seen everybody's posts and seen people just stressed out. And, like, I've been trying to do my little share because, you know, I got no kids. So I try to share my little hints <laughs> that I come across. Like, you know, just to be like, all y'all out there going through this. <laughs> this is what I could contribute <laughs> other than, you know, you want to call me and talk about it. Because right. I'm just over here like, dang, did I walk the dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You guys are worried about recess and nutrition. The and internet connection. The internet, yeah. And, like, I can't even, because I already know parents are, like, every parent gets intimidated by the homework. Yeah. Now it's, I got to teach you Ooh. the mm-hmm. homework, too, that I already don't probably understand and I don't remember because Hello. I don't know how I many parents remember either. math. But like first of all, it's not even the same math. My sister it, said the other day, like, how you come up with new math? Like, what? <laughs> they have a whole why, new Why I got to draw a box? Yes, you got to draw a box and yeah, put two like numbers cross, right here and, and then cross that. it. I told Isn't that her, like Japanese style math? I don't know. I don't know, know what they style They call it core. But I told her like fourth grade teacher, math. I said, I'm going to teach her like this, and she's going to get the right answer. Right. And then... That's what matters. I don't know what y'all going to do I about think, that, because that's I, all I know. I think that that's not fair, too, that the teachers are kind of like... Well, from what I've seen, I'm not going to speak for all the teachers, I don't want to offend anybody, but from what I've seen, people mm-hmm. com- like complaining is kind of like the teachers are kind of like, here, take what we do and just do it. Like, you should get it. And the parents are at home like, no, yeah, you need to break all this down to layman terms. Right. You need to break all this down to simple math. Like, can y'all help me so we can help them so we can right. get this going I mean, instead like of just pushing it most off? Most people don't read a lot of books or like, you know, when was the last time somebody had to sit down and like read line for line and make it make sense? Yeah. Most people read stuff and they just, you know, you yeah. can just breeze through it. That is like, okay, let what? me read this again. I got to teach you, you how to paper like this. Like, I'm stuck on line <laughs> I didn't go to school when I was in school. <laughs> right. Listen. Come on, now. I said I didn't pass math in, in I class. I created skill. Man. They, they did that for me. <laughs> Ooh, right. That, that's your comedic side coming out, right? Exactly. Well, you know, I, I got to keep creating. it funny. I got to keep yeah. it funny. That's a comedic I time. tried to get out of school. I mean, I, 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 and you know, my kids are very smart, and they, they like, I dropped, that was a generational curse that they stopped. Huh. <laughs> you shut that because I told them, I said, you got to go to school and pay attention. Yeah, because yeah. when you come home. I can't help you. The help is not going to be there for uh, you. Now I got all the food you want to eat. Right. The house going to be clean. Right. And you're going to get all the love you can ever have. But, not but I'm not going to be able to help you try to find that X to the Y. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't even know why the yeah. X and the Y together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but as long as I feel like if you make sure they have those resources available right. or they know where they can go get it done oh, yeah. at, yeah, then, you know, yeah. but it's the ones that just are like, Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, made, I made sure. Yeah, I, I definitely bought every year. I've um, I created Demi a library, so I, I nice. every year I get her books that are a year of, ahead. Oh, so wow. she has, yeah, she has like her sixth grade books now, like read uh, word comprehension, English, math. And I like throughout the time when she's down or she's on punishment, like, okay, go do your math work or go do your reading Mm -hmm. work. But I always get her a grade ahead so that when you come back to the fifth grade, hopefully, you know, the the little sixth grade stuff didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a valid Victorian is what you said. Right. I hope so. She's going to skip a grade probably. I'm not going to let her. You're not going to let her. I'm not going to let her. I'm going to let her enjoy her full Because of the social skills. The social skills is what they need. One year won't hurt. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it does. I think it depends on what year it is, too. Like, if it's like, oh, they skipped fifth grade or, oh, they skipped, oh, you know. 11th grade or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, it I depends. I think it's going yeah, it's into college yeah, too yeah, young. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because when you're, like, 18, it's already, like, Mah. And then you're 17 because you're not even an adult. Yeah. And then right. what if her birthday, she she's 16, 16 and yeah. got to go to college. And then it's, like, 
Right. You know yeah. what I mean? That might be too much. I can understand yeah, that. Cause it's, and then you don't, you know what I mean? Like she could look too old where people would treat her like she's grown and that that throw her off where she gets scared. Cause mm-hmm. then it's like, I'm only 17. It's like, oh, you're not 21. You don't want to go to, you want to go to the bar? And Ooh, she's like, the kids you know what I mean? Heart. Like things right. like that would just, I know that I was scared in school. Like I went and I was 18 and I was just, I was terrified. I was just, you know, went to see so so it wasn't that far, but I still <laughs> felt like, I was far Where away, I? and uh-huh. I, yeah, and I felt like overwhelmed. So I could just imagine, you know, people that like that do it's, go to school it's only early. Like Twenty-five miles from here. It, yeah, it's it not that far. far. It's oh. in the valley, but oh, okay. it still felt like, <gasps> you know what I mean? When you've never left home, well, you're, you're LA, just baby. like, I'm, it's not the yeah. beach. The like, valley yeah. is like a yeah. far off, distant yeah. place. Yeah. It's a whole. Like, it ain't universe. no college on Slauson. Right. <laughs> Okay, because I can't. That's right. Where's the local? Right. I love it. Ain't no college on Slauson. Right. I love it. So, Linda, tell us a little bit about your daughters. You said that they were, um, or they have millennial daughters, correct? They they have millennial daughters, right? Mm. So, are any of the uh, grandkids or anything doing virtual learning at all? Well, this is this is what uh, my my um, two my my youngest daughter kids are are young. Mm-hmm. One of them hasn't started school yet. She okay. she was gonna start at pre K, and she is so disappointed. Aww. But but we uh, just like um, the other young lady. I apologize. I don't Dominic. have your name in my head yet. But um, we 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 keep those. You know, you do buy those books for pre K, kindergarten, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this, I I wanna I wanna ask you a question. Have you heard of the movie uh, The Single Mothers Club? No. Mm-mm. Oh, you should you should see it. This is what they did. They had a club of single mothers, and when they all came together, there was nothing that they needed that wasn't in that circle. Oh wow! Nice. Single really mothers nice club. Yeah, like there was nothing that they needed that wasn't in that circle, <laughs> and they would all provide it for each other, including babysitting or some. If mm-hmm. a mother had to Tutoring. work, in another way was yeah. It was nothing that they needed that wasn't in their their circle mm. wow, and I think awesome that's what concept. that's what we have to do yeah that's right. for that's me I don't want them to send my grandkids to school right now, now that's yeah me. exactly yeah. it's like a catch-22 you know yeah, what's yeah. what's more important their health people said social you can get them into social activities absolutely mm-hmm. uh, the younger ones love to code because we you know my husband and I we get them into social something social one of my granddaughters was swimming five days a week all summer, and now she's like, you know, going nuts right. because she can't swim. Uh, yeah, so, that. but there are other things that you can do. But look up that single woman's, uh, uh, single mother's circle, I and mother's think circle. about yeah, that. We can do it in the community, right? Yeah, because there are a lot of parents who single. are really <laughs> helpless. They're really helpless in this situation because they, they, my, my oldest daughter works for Honda. And um, she is working from home and going in only one day a week because mm-hmm. they, they're paying her to be at home. So yeah. it's not a problem for her, you know, because her kids are there and yeah. she's getting paid. So salary is still there. So she can just, you know, she can hire someone if she needs to. But uh, a lot of people are not that yes, blessed. They don't have that yeah, opportunity. A lot of people mm-hmm. are off work with no money coming in, no food. They're going to food banks. There are a mm-hmm. lot of mm-hmm. awful situations mm-hmm. created. By this, look at me. Look where I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm in my home-based office, right? So I understand mm-hmm. that people aren't getting out, and um, a lot of people not. Have, I know I have different things that I'm doing, so I'm always doing something, you know. But 
Think about that. And, and, and if it's you talking to mothers who you know that are really up against the wall and they think that there's no hope, there's nothing they can do, our community is better than that. We are better than that. Absolutely. We can put Absolutely. some things together. And there are a lot of resources out there as well. Mm, Lots of resources out there uh, to, to, to pull from. Absolutely. But well, protect well, those babies because there are a lot of teachers that would like to be back in school. And I know a lot of what oh, you yeah. were saying was about humor, but I was just taking it to a, an opportunity to put that out there because it may be someone listening right now who may be thinking about giving up or just think that they can't do it. Mm -hmm. Have never thought about resources within their, their community or in their church Absolutely. or in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it could come from a lot of different places and there are a lot of different resources out there. So I'd like to see um, that them look for those kinds of resources because the kids are going to survive this. If, if they're out of school, um, I remember, I think it was third grade, I broke my leg and I had to go to school. I had to, first I didn't go and then I had to go on crutches. I had to go back to school on, on crutches. And I thought, I'm never going to make this. I'm never <laughs> There's no <laughs> Boys were coming up, carrying my books. Ooh. I mean, after a while, I was kind of glad I had the cast on my leg. Right. Hello. I've never gotten You're so like, much attention. Up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a cast on oh, my leg. Oh, they were signing, they were signing the cast as well. You know, like, oh, can I sign it? Can I right? sign it? That was a big yeah. deal back then. Can yeah. you sign yeah. the cast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was super but big deal. You just deal. don't know. You really just don't know. Right. You, you look for those 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 opportunities and 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 spread the word to to those single mothers who are saying, "Oh my God, I can't do this. I I don't know what I'm gonna do." Or Can or. God forbid, I'm gonna drop this kid off at school because I have no other choice. Yeah, yeah. and and you you see these kids are getting sick. Yeah, you know, an 11 year old girl today. So I I just I'm just wanting to see something different if we can if we can get it. But I enjoy the the humor too. So well, well I, you know that that's what helped <laughs> me get through the some of the things that I've been through. And the five years of being out here, Miss Lynette, I was homeless three years. Oh my and God. I and my kids, I had to make a decision. My ex-husband's from here. I had to make a decision to, to ask my kids to finish raising them until I got my life back on track because I, I, I wind up with nothing. I lost everything, my job, my car, my, my apartment, oh, everything. And, and my, you know, I'm the only one out here with this big dream. Everybody's back home in Alabama. And I just knew it was, I was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it, you know, because I could go home and be a part of the family business, but I just feel like I know I, it's something I'm supposed to do out here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the laughter, the jokes is what got me through it, but I am I'm, I will never shine on anybody's uh, downfall. And if any women out there that's going through homelessness and, and thinking that they can't make it because they have these kids, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You absolutely can. If I can do it and not knowing anybody from out here and, you know, Use that resources two one one. That is a great resource. It really helps. Mm -hmm. People forget about the social yeah. service number. It really, really mm -hmm. does help. You know, and 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 some of the jokes I would have never got if I have never been homeless. Exactly. Like bed bugs. You got I would have never got a bed bug joke. Exactly. Yeah. If I never got bit by one, them suckers bite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I wish somebody would say, "Don't let the bed bug." <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait, you a serious man? <laughs> they really bite. <laughs> they really bite. <laughs> oh, right. They know it. Like, oh. I thought that was really just a saying for everyone. Yeah. Like, wait, those are the same people. Man. These are the same bed bugs y'all talking about. Like, because y'all could have told me that. <laughs> like, I wasn't ready for I that. I was one. like, are they waiting for yeah. me? Man, it's like Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and how you don't let them bite? Like, this is not safe. Well, how do we fight? How do we get rid of them? Because it seems like you got to pay somebody. So how do I keep them from biting? But, yeah, yeah. I absolutely, uh, Miss Lynette, keep these. You, you, you have to write your book, too. You have to write a book. You need to tell your story. Right. Absolutely. You do have a story. You I've already got a title of my book. But yeah, it's yeah. funny you say that. So that's just confirmation. Thank you. Lord. Oh, hello. See? Boom. There you go. We, we are touching and agreeing right now. You're going to exactly. write that book. Amen. Ladies, didn't, didn't, didn't I tell you that the time was going to go exceptionally fast? I know. Fast. Every it time. always does. I knew it was going to go really fast. So I'm going to ask you for last words. And share any information you may want the audience to know at this point. Yeah, ladies, you guys have any last uh, things you want to share with anyone? Plug or, yourself, yeah, where they can find you, your media. Instagram, social media. Oh, yeah, you can definitely find me on Instagram at Scream Dom Diva. Scream underscore Dom Diva. Um, I don't have like a YouTube channel or anything like that. And if you definitely need a mobile bartender, I am available. Dom Diva Creations. Ooh. So right. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. And that, that was that was say that one more time. Don Diva. Dom, Dom like Dominic. Oh, okay. Dom, yeah, Dom okay. Diva Creations. Okay. And I am on YouTube. Don't play with me with Michael Sandoval going around exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly, and sometimes the ugly of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and right now my, my career is on a standstill because of the corona, but I will do private gigs if you want to book me. Uh Caramel Gray at gmail.com uh gray underscore caramel 1970 ig entertainer caramel gray facebook nice all right okay g um well before we close out i did um i did want to read this actually i'm gonna have you read it plot twist so this is a letter that i had um i think it starts in the inside. Um, it's a letter that I had Dominique's daughter um, write to her. I didn't let Dominique read it because I wanted it to be a surprise. At, don't you, 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 you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I wanted her to read it just, you know, so that she could feel the motherly love since this episode was about mothers and I knew that we were going to have little superstar in, in studio even though she's not paying attention right no, now. Not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. But, um, Go ahead and read that real quick before we run out of time. So share with the folks. Okay, why my mother is a great mom. My mother is one of the best moms in the world, and I'll tell you why. I was born on June 24th, and when I first got to see my mom, she was so amazing. She remembers. (laughs) <laughs> she, she was the day she yeah she remembers um she that. was so nice we would watch my favorite cartoons together when i was crying as a baby she always took care of me so good that i remember having good dreams whenever i went to one of my family members house she always 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 checks up on me instead of just knowing that i'm okay mm. she checks to make sure i'm not hurt or feel sad that's why i love that's what i love about her what i really love about my mom is her smile her smile makes me happy every day. One thing that I hate <laughs> that my mom says, oh, one thing I hate that my mom says is that she's fat. I never think she is fat, but then I always hear her say that she's fat, then get sad or mad sometimes. I wish my mom would never say that because I think she is perfect just the way she is. I hope every kid out there has a mother who loves them just as much. My eyes water, so I'm blue. Girl, I was like, you doing better than me because I'm making no more. <laughs> All right. Please. 
my mother who loves a mother who loves them just as much as my mom loves me. She's the best mother in the world, and I'm glad she is in my life. Wow! Hey, Shout out to Jenny. Jenny. Next time. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. Do not call yourself back anymore. I will not. I will not. My life matters, girl. Don't play with me. Thank you. Thank you for well, having Linda, me. It was yes. nice talking with you again. Jocelyn. Jo I'm going to get that right, Jocelyn. <laughs> okay. Jocelyn. Right. It happens. It could have been worse. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I don't want nobody else to ever love me You are my shining star, my guiding light, my love fantasy There's not a minute, hour, day or night that I don't love you You're at the top of my 